Welcome to KXAN News Today. Here are your Tuesday morning headlines. House lawmakers are meeting later on today. They're talking about the $18 billion compromise plan impacting your property taxes. State leaders announcing yesterday that they finally came up with the deal for property tax relief. People in New England remain under flood watches today after a summer's worth of rain has fallen in parts of the Northeast. This video out of New York, officials there are estimating flash flooding damage will run into the tens of millions. A rare flash flood emergency has been issued in parts of the state, urging people to move to higher ground and avoid travel if possible. The Powerball jackpot reaches $725 million after there was no winner in last night's drawing. Next Powerball drawing is set for tomorrow. Wednesday's prize is the seventh largest in lottery history. And a live look this morning over downtown Austin. You can see the Capitol lit up. We have some big news on developments there at the yes. state Capitol. But first, Let's talk about the weather. It's already 80 degrees. 80 degrees already this morning. Good morning, everyone. Meteorologist Kristen Curry is here to give you an idea just how hot it's going to get later on today. And a heat advisory, right? Absolutely, yes. That heat advisory has been extended uh, for the next few days at that. So it's going to be hot. I know it's July. I know it's Texas. But even by July standards, these temperatures a little warm. So let me get you to the clouds and radar this morning showing quiet conditions across central Texas. There are some storms northeast of San Angelo, but those are dying on approach. So not expecting, unfortunately, anything in the way of rain. Live look outside, taking the up to Williamson County. This is our Ewell Kubota weather camera there in Georgetown. I thought he filed looking good on this stretch. A little bit more in cloud cover possible, but in general, we're going to see a mix of sun and clouds through the day. Temperatures right now at 82 in Georgetown. Look at the hill country. I mean, 430 in the morning, it's 85 degrees in San Saba, 81 in Cameron, 79 in Bastrop. If you're going to be sitting poolside today, no temperatures are going to be very hot, so be sure to stay hydrated. We've got a forecast high of 104 today, a feels like temperature close to about 109. A lot of the heat advisories we're seeing get issued day after day is not only because of the heat uh, and the humidity that we've got over the Austin metro in eastern counties, but just the flat out hot temperatures, the 105, 106, 107s we could see out west. UV index is at 12 today, which is considered extreme. Coming up, Plano hot weather in the seven day. We're talking nearing our records overnight here with those morning lows. And the big question, will we see any rain anytime soon? I've got that answer for you coming up. Thank you, Kristen. Austin's mayor is defending the city's partnership with the Texas Department of Public Safety. Comes as the city's Public Safety Commission asked city council to end that partnership between uh, police and DPS if certain conditions aren't met. Exactly. It wants more oversight and more accountability. Gig Sands Brianna Hall is sitting down with the mayor and asking him what prompted the decision to bring troopers to begin with in Austin. The truth is that I inherited a badly depleted police force. Mayor Kirk Watson says that fact was the driving factor in pursuing the partnership that put state troopers on Austin streets. Practical, uh, innovative way to help Austin. For the past six months, we've been talking about a partnership, but we never talk about where it started. From the day the city announced the program, critics have questioned its inception, wanting to know why it wasn't discussed publicly ahead of its launch. How this decision came to be and 
whether there was consideration of bringing city council in to talk about it. Well, it was th this was an administrative or management decision. But the Mayor Watson it, it, says he met with the lieutenant governor about the initiative earlier this year after a string of major crimes in the city. Watson says later, once the governor's office got on board, he had police chief Joseph Chacon meet with DPS to talk logistics, and the plan was born from there. By supplementing and supporting our police, we're helping our constituents. Watson highlighted the drop in violent crime the city saw as a result of having DPS troopers on the streets, as well as substantial amounts of fentanyl and methamphetamine troopers seized during traffic stops. While critics recognize we're seeing results, some still have lingering concerns about DPS's impact on communities of color. What is your direct message to them who are trying to find the positives but not quite seeing them yet? Well, first of all, we need to look at the positives. And the second is we are all concerned about numbers that in, in these instances are troubling. Uh, so what we have done is we have, as we promised we would do at the beginning, is listen, look at those numbers, and then recalibrate. Brianna Hollis, KXAN News. We also asked Mayor Watson how long the partnership is expected to last, and he says he's going to move to keep DPS in Austin until APD can fill its roughly 300 open positions as long as the project is successful. Watson says that he's also open to continuing to make adjustments regarding where troopers are deployed. We mentioned that the Public Safety Commission wants that partnership tossed unless City Council adopts certain parameters, but it's worth noting the Commission only has the power to make recommendations. Council members could decide not to take any action here. When it comes to accountability, we're looking at the body camera policy for DPS and APD, and we looked at when cameras should be recording. So the guidelines for both agencies show that devices should be turned on from the start of responding to a call until the investigation is over. There is one big difference. DPS guidelines say agents are not allowed to stop recording when a person makes a request. That's if that recording is part of an investigation. APD's policy says officers should not use their body cameras if a victim or witness requests that it is not recorded, so long as that person is cooperating with the investigation. Another difference between both agencies falls under when to release the video to you, to the public. And DPS guidelines show video will not be released if treated as evidence in an ongoing investigation. It will only be released if the prosecutor in the case allows it. Under APD's policy, video will be released in 10 business days after a use of force incident. Well, you can help shape the future of Kyle. The city of Kyle is holding two open houses today as it heads into the next phase of the comprehensive master plan process. People can go and weigh in on a recommendation and suggestions. The first open house is from 1 to 3 this afternoon at the Texas Pie Company. And the second is going to be from 5 to 8 this afternoon at Kyle City Hall. Any feedback you give at the open houses will be used to help refine the master plan. There is another interim Texas Attorney General, the woman Governor Abbott, appointed to the position. And a change happening in downtown Austin. What the Downtown Austin Alliance has to say about a new report laying out the future of downtown. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. It is July 11th. And this is a live look that we have for you. One of our many cameras. This one's over in Georgetown. Kristen is back with a look at your forecast in just the next few minutes. But first, 
to your news because there's another interim Texas Attorney General, Governor Greg Abbott, appointing his longtime aide and Deputy Chief of Staff, Angela Colmenero. And she's taking over on Friday. The governor sending a statement saying Angela's record of experience in state government and expertise in litigation will help her oversee the Texas Attorney General's office and serve as our state's top law enforcement officer as the Texas Senate conducts impeachment hearing proceedings. After the House vote to impeach Ken Paxson in May, he was immediately suspended from office. Abbott first picked John Scott to serve as interim attorney general. He's now leaving. In a statement, Scott explained that he and Governor Abbott had an understanding that his time in the position would be limited. Former Attorney General Ken Paxton is accused of a years-long pattern of misconduct. The Senate has scheduled a trial to begin September 5th on whether to permanently remove him from office. Still ahead, a look at the lush vineyards of Lubbock is one place in Lone Star State is making a name for itself in the wine world. Some kids are getting bullied because they can't afford school lunch. How two local teens though are helping to ease the financial burden. Good morning, another live look this morning up in Georgetown. You are up dark and early with us here on this Tuesday morning. Hope you're having a good start to your day as we get it started. And all summer long, we've been highlighting some Texas getaways. This is for a quick weekend trip. You don't have to go far. You don't have to go all the way to Italy to see lush vineyards and taste great wine. You can just head on over to Lubbock. The home of Texas Tech is also a big part of Texas wine country. Matt Stell has more on just how well those grapes grow in Lubbock. Over the last decade or so, Raiderland has added another nickname. Red wine country out here. Yeah, you heard that right. Lubbock is gradually becoming the new wine capital of Texas. How so, you might ask? Wine does well because grapes do well here. Wine grapes, specifically. And the reason is because of our climate and our elevation and the amount of, uh, you know, believe it or not, the wind. And those factors explain why 80% of wine grapes grown in Texas come straight from the high plains, making Lubbock and its surrounding areas a hot spot for wineries. When we have good years, like this year shaping up to be, we can really do some special things out in the vineyards. As long as you know what you're doing in the cellars, you don't mess it up. <laughs> we can make some pretty, uh, what I say, head-turning yeah. wines, hit some home runs. Yano Estacado is one of Lubbock's oldest and most popular wineries. You've probably seen one of their bottles in your local grocery store. A lot of people don't even, you know, know that Yano is from Lubbock. They think we're from Llano, in Central Texas. While you can sit outside and enjoy the West Texas sun with a rosé or a Riesling, a tour inside lets you see the bottling process from start to finish. A lot of the times it's people passing through Colorado, New Mexico, or they're coming up for a football game. Sure. I mean, they'll lose to the Raiders, Red Raiders, of course. <laughs> but, yeah. And a lot of the times they're leaving with, with wine and, and a smile on their face and, and telling their friends that, hey, this Texas wine thing, it's not amateur hour anymore. <laughs> it's pretty good. So if you're a vinophile planning to travel this summer, be sure to stop in the 806 for a glass you won't forget. For Destination Texas, I'm Matt Stell. Had no idea. I, yeah. I could see where that would be confusing. There's a big bottle <laughs> that says Lano on it. It's Yano yeah. over there. <laughs> it's Yano, Yano up there. Yeah, they're doing weather in places. <laughs> Every time I see Lano, I want to say Yano. Uh, a lot of the wineries, too, that we have here in the Hill Country grow the grapes up in the Texas High Plains oh, and the South right. Plains. Uh, and then they transport them down to make the wine here. Like over in Fredericksburg? 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, those okay. the, the Wine Road 290, a lot of those groups that they use come from Lubbock. So huh. pretty neat. Let me show you what's going on with your forecast because we've got another day like yesterday, friends. A live look at our clouds and radar not showing anything away of significant rain. There's some dying storms to our northwest. And uh, some of that leftover cloud cover will reach us. But unfortunately, I'm not thinking any of the rain will. As far as the temperatures go, I'm seeing 80 degrees right now. But look at your feels like temperature because we've got so much humidity sitting on top of us. It feels like 85 degrees right now here in the city of Austin. As far as where we're going with the numbers today, you can expect those 80s to turn into 90s by lunch. 95 around the noon hour. 104 the forecast high. You can see the feels like temperatures bumped up to about 109 today. That's where we were yesterday. As far as our peak heat index goes, we're seeing the same kind of thing today. Here's a look at those heat indices area wide this afternoon. Anywhere from 108 to even pockets of 112, especially out towards our eastern counties where we do have a lot more of that moisture. And unfortunately, this is miserable, right? This is a dangerous heat if you're not careful. That's what this heat advisory reminds us of. Those highlighted counties in orange with the heat index index anywhere from 108 to 112. At times, we could be looking at a dangerous heat here if we're spending any prolonged amount of time outside. So lots of water, taking breaks inside when we can factor in any of those plans inside in the afternoon, especially where you can get underneath some air conditioning because unfortunately Mother Nature is not going to give it to us. We've got high pressure in control. I just let this run because there's going to be nothing green on top of us. All those showers and storms are going to go up and around. It's almost like someone set a dinner plate on top of Central Texas and everything is just kind of sliding around it. That's what's going to be our pattern for the next several days. There's nothing telling me that this high pressure system is going to break or move or weekend over the next six to seven days, which means this forecast is going to continue to call for high temperatures well above average at around 104 to 105 every single day with more sun than clouds every single afternoon. And even the overnight lows will be uh, fairly steady, upper 70s to low 80s, probably going to set a few records here, which is how warm we'll be in the mornings for the next few after or few mornings, I should say. Thank you, Kristen. Disgraced sports doctor Larry Nassar is expected to survive after someone stabbed him in prison. Authorities say he has a collapsed lung. He was sentenced to decades in prison after pleading guilty to sexually assaulting gymnasts and other athletes. That included Olympic medalists, all under the guise of medical treatment for hip and leg injuries. Ultimately, more than 150 accusers spoke out or submitted statements detailing his abuse during his trial. The abuses took place while Nassar worked at Michigan State University and USA Gymnastics. Last week, two driverless cruise vehicles stalled here in Austin, blocking traffic downtown and over in West Campus and neighborhood. And while company officials said the vehicle stopped as a safety measure, it's a safety feature that has led to some crashes across the country. Data from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration found 110 crashes involving these cruise vehicles have been reported nationwide, and that would be since July of 2021. That includes four that we've seen in Austin so far, most resulting in no injuries. But remember that video that we showed you too? You find out who's liable in crashes involving self-driving cars online. All you got to do is scan the QR code on the screen or head to KXAN.com livestream. The page filed under featured links. Downtown Austin is on the precipice of a major transformation. That's one of the conclusions drawn from a new state of downtown report. 
Okay, so what exactly does that mean? Right, I talked with the Downtown Austin Alliance to find out. Your report says that Downtown Austin isn't just bouncing back from the pandemic, it's undergoing a major transformation. In what way? What we're seeing that is merging in downtown after that pandemic or during, during this current period is just the growth in entertainment sector, growth in restaurants, um, growth in pedestrian activity that's in nights and weekends. And the report says that downtown's diversity and energy are really what keeps it thriving. What do you mean by that? When downtown has the benefit of pulling on those multiple industries, you're able to see small businesses thrive. You're able to see major concerts and major um, artists um, come to light. Um, people are just working together to make sure that downtown stays vibrant and um, it's resolving or solving for many of the, the challenges that were, were highlighted during the pandemic. In terms of what's next for downtown, we know you mentioned there's a lot of construction underway. What's a future downtown Austin look like? All product types are being planned in terms of office, retail, um, tourism, um, even park space is being planned for downtown. So that's very exciting. That's not um, changing or shifting um, from our current estimates, but we're also seeing a lot of new industries come into play. And so things like arts and culture um, are returning back into downtown. Um, live music is taking a, a firm hold back into downtown. It's always been the place for live music. Janelle Moffitt with the Downtown Austin Alliance. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. All right, well, you can save money online today. It's Amazon Prime Day on this Tuesday. Go. Yeah, <laughs> get ready. The event kicks off today and wraps up tomorrow. Members can save really big on various items. But Amazon Prime Day is not the only big shopping event that's happening this week. Target and Walmart are also hosting multi-day events with deals. Coming up next on the Today Show, finding the best deals across the top categories to keep you from endlessly scrolling during the summer shopping frenzy. Major League and Minor League Baseball in their All-Star break right now. And we hear about the nomadic lifestyle of Minor League Baseball players. That can be the same for some Minor League coaches as well. As Noah Gross tells us, there's no better example of that than the bullpen coach in Round Rock. Round Rock Express, and then all of that's under the umbrella of the Texas Rangers organization. So that's 17 in all. In the Express bullpen, a voice that's seen a thing or two. And trying to quiet things down and, and give them some clarity so that they could just be the best versions of themselves in a very challenging situation. 17 places Round Rock Express bullpen coach Dimitri Kokoris has coached and worked in baseball. From student managing South Carolina baseball to coaching junior college baseball in Oregon, the stops have each given Kikora something valuable. And now that I find myself in AAA, I find I've got a lot of different tools in the toolbox that I can pull from depending on what the player's needs are or what the staff's needs are at any given time. All of Kikora's previous stops have made him really appreciate being here at the AAA level, but as busy as he is, he still has time for one more coaching job one especially close to his heart. So that's something that's been on me for a long time and is really special to me. A Greek Orthodox cross from two grandparents, a reminder of the strong connection Kokoris has with his family and the country of Greece. The reason why the opportunity to become the pitching coach for the Greek national baseball team was a no-brainer. To be able to, you know, represent not only for myself but my family and 
my grandparents especially, or just, you know, the church in general that I grew up in. Like, it's, it's a super special thing for me. Now helping pitchers that can and have be called up to a first-place ball club, a far cry from working as a short-order cook when not coaching in Oregon. I always bring this appreciation to the yard because, you know, I didn't play in college, I didn't play professionally, so I feel very blessed to be here every day that I show up. No matter where he is, Rock and roll. enjoying the ride. Have some fun tonight. Noah Gross, KXAN News. Thanks for joining KXAN News today. You can also listen to KXAN News Nightly every weekday after 5.30 p.m. for in-depth coverage on what matters most to you.